started. Uh, hey, what's up? It's the Road Show, episode 57, season two, coming in hot. Um, bit of a slower week, but we got some stuff to talk about. Um, I want to open up with uh, something new for Dating is Dead. Um, so you, kn- you know about um, like those those cringy dudes like the pickup artists and stuff right sure that that say like you know like the, the, these are the things you got to do to 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 get to get women and get girls and like they're, they're like very uncomfortable and very awkward um and i was like oh, you know what would be funny is if we look at some pickup lines and see like see like what people are actually currently like saying that they think works on people okay like you, you, there's like the old the old uh, like oh are you an angel you fell from heaven like that kind of shit yeah that's like seen as a joke but it's like what's what's what are the modern ones what's what's going on in 2022 that uh people are are uh you know trying to say works uh, to, to try to get dates or something. So are you going out and scouting the bars or like, what are you doing? How are you finding these? Uh, no, I, I did a Google search for, okay. <laughs> uh, and so I found this website called, uh, man intelligence and I was like, Oh God in heaven. Uh, and it's about what you'd expect. It's all about being uh, the best manly man you can be. Um, and uh, there's like a here's an article here, like uh, seven tips to how to look really attractive. And uh, you know, it's uh, just 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 really, <laughs> it's like it's like it's like uh, what's that magazine? It's like uh, uh, not Claire's. That's the store. What's the what's the magazine that's like this? Fuck. Um, like GQ. Yeah, like GQ. But like, what's the what's the one that's aimed at like women, or it's like where it's like um oh seven um, seven tips to keep your man or whatever. Yeah, like that kind of shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that that's the that's like what they're going for on this site. Is this um, how you become a high value male? Yeah, this is how you become a high alpha, high value sigma alpha male. Um, but you also need a podcast, right? You do need a podcast, and then you have to start selling brain pills. Okay. On that podcast. Um, so there's multiple steps. There's multiple steps. Yeah. And we have some, follow, we have at least one of them down. If you follow his website, you're going to get there and become an alpha brain Sigma male. Um, and so I, I, I want to see some of these, some of these uh, lines that, uh, <laughs> that'll get you a date. You just Wait, walk hold on, up let to me, a, let me get my pen and paper. Yeah. 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 Uh, the, that you just walk up to a random stranger, someone you've never met before mm-hmm. and this will, immediately get them to fall for you uh so uh let's see what they got this is this is a list of uh, 144 and we're definitely not going to go through all of them um (laughs) so so uh you're so beautiful that you made me forget my pickup line oh that's a bit meta isn't it 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 is it is yeah there's, there's 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 a couple layers there yeah um do you believe in love at first sight or should i walk by again okay Mm -hmm. um sorry but you owe me a drink why because when i looked at you i dropped mine now somebody's gonna have to clean that up yeah now that just kind of seems like now you just kind of sound like a doofus right i mean i'm concerned that the floor is slippery now honestly yeah it could be a hazard this one this one has a note here it says be sure to say this empty-handed uh-huh well yeah if you have a drink in hand it's kind of I, yeah, I feel I feel like that's kind of a given, right? Mm-hmm. Like you'd really fuck it up if you if you showed like you walked up to somebody with a drink and you said you owe me a drink because I dropped mine. I think what unless you, you actually need, what drop you need it. to do what you need to do is take your drink, throw it in her face, and be like, mm-hmm. "You owe me a drink now," because I think that would be just as effective as that as this pickup. Yeah, yeah, that'll have no complications. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
are you religious because you're the answer to all my prayers? This is basically the same as the falling from heaven thing. Mm-hmm. Same exact theme, same exact setup. Um, okay, here's... No, no, no. This one definitely is. Are you lost, ma'am? Because heaven is a long way from here. Um, and also, if you... Like, this, this is depending on age, right? Because, like, if you call somebody in their 20s ma'am, I think you're gonna... You've already, like, offended them, right? Why? Like... Like, because if you're younger, ma'am is like for older ladies. Is it? I think so. And then, because if you're younger, it's miss, right? Oh, okay. So this is dependent on age, this one. If you're going after the cougar set. Mm-hmm. Um, or the, the church goers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The tr- yeah, if you're trying to fix something of the church. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, a lot of uh, religious, uh, you know. The Sunday morning um, pickup lines. Uh-huh. Uh, remember me? Oh, that's right. I've only met you in my dreams. I think that's a Taylor Swift uh, line. It, it does. Yeah. Uh, and this one, the note here says this one will throw her off in a good way. Will it? Will it? It's debatable. I don't. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, your hand looks heavy. Here, let me hold it for you. Oh, uh, that's, the first, that's says, the first one where I've actually just like cringed a little bit. Yeah. And then the note here says reach for her hand, but don't grab unless she gives you the go ahead. <laughs> like okay at least we're you know i gotta say uh mentioning consent is a pleasant surprise coming from a website like this yeah but that's still that's pretty aggressive mm-hmm. to walk up to a stranger that you've never met before and to try to grab their hand you miss a hundred percent shots you don't take wayne gretzky you, you miss a hundred percent of the hands <laughs> that you, you don't, don't try to grab <laughs> Uh, do you have a tan or do you always look this hot? Uh, now, I guess this only this is only for white people, right? Yeah, I guess <laughs> this one's only for white people. <laughs> you can't walk up to a black person <laughs> and use this one. Okay. Also, it's like a lot of people get like fake tans, so it does like it doesn't necessarily mean that you've been out in the sun. Yeah, that's true. Um, I'm just saying. <laughs> uh, do you have a name or can I call you mine? This one is also very aggressive. Oh, I thought you were going to say, can I call you mom? <laughs> that, that, that would also be very aggressive. <laughs> that would, that's also for the cougar set. That's also, if you're, <laughs> if you're looking at the older, the older crew. <laughs> uh, all right. All right. This one. Okay. This one's really, all right. If I followed you home, would you keep me? That's, Ooh. that's threatening. That's threatening to me. That's yeah. threatening. <laughs> It's creepy Even at best. Creepy at best, threatening at worst. Mm-hmm. Um, I seem to have lost my number. Can I have yours? That feels like a classic one. Sure. Um, you know what would you know what you would look really beautiful in my arms? Okay, that's that's really wordy. Yeah, too much. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> my mom thinks I'm gay. Can you help me prove her wrong? <laughs> Oof. That's. <laughs> <laughs> That's wrong on a number of levels. <laughs> well, yeah, like what is that saying about you? <laughs> I, okay. So what's the the idea here is that you would hook up and then tell your mom about it? Or Yeah, the note here says introduce her to your parents immediately afterward. Oh boy. Immediately. <laughs> you gotta leave the bar. <laughs> go to your parents' place. Well, I mean, you don't have to leave the bar. You could just call your mom. Maybe do like yeah, a, vo- yeah. a video chat, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, look, not gay. Not gay. I mean, meeting the parents, that's an important step. So that's, you know. Yeah, th- yeah. That, that is th- that is a lot. All under the pretense <laughs> of not being gay. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, do you do you work at NASA? I think your beauty is out of this world. Mm-hmm. Heard that before. Yeah. Okay. Oof. All right. Is your name Ariel? Cause we mermaid for each other. I see. I don't. I don't like puns. That's really bad. Mm-hmm. And also, uh, in regards to the previous one, I would have went with the Space Force. Do you work mm-hmm. for Space Force? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 They got to update the references. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, are you a bank loan because you have my interest? I mean, you know, inflation's really tough these days. Um, yeah. Are you, are you predatory because I can't pay you off? Like what, like what? Whoa. <laughs> like what are the, what are these, what are these references? Like, like, I know. Um, are you Netflix because I could watch you for hours? Mm-hmm. Um, they also need to update the references because Netflix is, I don't think anybody watches Netflix anymore. I mean, um, that's Okay. <laughs> Does your watch have a second hand? I want to know how long it took for me to fall in love with you. I mean, that's just, you have to find somebody who is wearing a watch, which I feel like really yeah. narrows your your prospects. Yeah, there's just a lot of, there's a lot of literal moving parts here. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, okay, I know someone who likes you. If I wasn't so shy, I'd tell you who. Um, okay. I mean, that sounds like grade school. Right. Um, yeah, that's no. What's the what's the next step? Like what? And then she's like, "Okay, bye." Mm-hmm. Like what? <laughs> um, are you going to kiss me, or do I have to lie to my diary? These are just getting worse. Yeah, it's hard to come up with 144. I guess it's, it's fair. That's fair. Yeah, they have to pad out this list for sure. Um, if you were a Dementor, I'd become a criminal just to get your kiss. I think that's a Harry Potter. Oh, is it reference? Okay, there's an yeah. No, this is another. This is another one. This is a Luna, Luna Lovegood. This is a Harry Potter. So now we're just doing Harry Potter. Pick up lines. What the fuck mm-hmm. is this? Um, let's see. I mean, I guess if you're gonna do a pop culture reference, it, it can't be something obscure, obviously. Uh, do you know karate? Because your body is really kicking. Oof. Yeah, I don't have anything to say about that. <laughs> your name must be Coca Cola because you're so delicious. What? <laughs> Soda. Oh, oh, okay. Another pun. Yeah. It's fucking awful. Yeah. Uh, okay, this one's another creepy one. Uh, I'm new in town. Could you give me directions to your apartment? <laughs> no. That's just that's just weird, man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I want someone to look at me the way I look at chocolate cake. Like that's not a pickup line. That's just like something you'd see <laughs> on like one of those one of those coffee mugs or something. Also, it's yeah. Like you're just are you trying to pick up the cake? I don't understand. It says nothing about <laughs> the person you're talking to. Yeah, that that's like one of those Instagram like mom posts or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like you could you're just like saying that out loud. Like you're not talking to somebody. <laughs> uh, okay. Um. I'm no mathematician, but I'm pretty good with numbers. Tell you what, give me yours and watch what I can do with it. Um, what, like sim swap or what, like, what are we talking about here? Yeah. Um, okay. Well, Jesus. Uh, damn, I'm glad I'm not blind. Um, I mean, that's just, isn't that just like able? Just, just a, yeah, but just also just another, you could be saying that in general. Just like, in general, the, yeah. It's like, I feel general. so fortunate to have my eyesight. Um, it's a privilege. <laughs> <laughs> fucking, what the hell? The note here says she'll secretly love the compliment. Why would it be a secret? Uh, <laughs> Yeah, no, I expected like the cringy puns, but some of these are just so weird. Mm-hmm. Okay, here's another, okay. Excuse me, can I borrow a quarter? It is an emergency. My mom told me to give her a call the first time I fell in love. Too elaborate. Too elaborate. And also, again, with the whole mom thing. Yeah. Uh huh. Getting moms involved is just very weird. I mean, maybe if you're like in high school, it makes sense. Yeah. 
But also, like, do 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 younger people even know that payphones existed? <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> oh man. I mean, um, there are. I, I think they do. Um, I might have mentioned this before because there's phone booths in Fortnite, and I feel like that's the only God. thing i feel like that's the only thing See, keeping them in the like the uh the public's like consciousness okay so that's how you could tell like you remember that thing from secession like where they were trying to like uh how do you how do you tell if somebody's too young for you and it's like you ask them where they were on 9 11 <laughs> yeah so that that would be it for like f- like you have to ask if they know what payphones are and how they know what payphones are and if right. they say from from Fortnite, they're definitely way too young <laughs> yes because like there are there are still other like pop culture um things right there like there's obviously superman there's doctor who yeah so um let me let me find one more and then we can stop okay. this bullshit um if you're here who's running heaven mm-hmm. it, it are you saying that they're god i mean it's it's flattering isn't it that's a lot it is a lot a lot of these are a lot <laughs> very intense uh, openers here a lot of a lot of religious ones but this one you're implying that the person that you're you're going up to is god mm-hmm. yeah that's different from the like did you fall from heaven thing yeah what the fuck is that start worshiping this person right you'd sound like a, a, an insane person mm-hmm. like looking for jesus yeah, like I feel like this is a pickup line that would work on someone like Jared Leto, but sure, the common person, I don't know, it's a bit much. Um, you need to have a very big ego. Okay, all right, all right. I said that was the last one, but here I just kept scrolling. Uh, yeah, are are you the cure for Alzheimer's because you're unforgettable? Uh see, I don't know if 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 um, bringing to mind a terrible disease. <laughs> Uh-huh. And <laughs> then, the way to go. And then and then the note here says this one's risky because you never know what her grandparents have been through. <laughs> now, does the <laughs> you have to do a cost benefit analysis here. Does the risk <laughs> is is the appropriate <laughs> reward worth the risk? Is the line that good? Yeah. Potential- I, I, yeah, if the grandparent <laughs> thing isn't an issue, this pickup line has a 100% success rate. I'm <laughs> I'm certain of it. You never know what her grandparents have been through. <laughs> it's a big Alzheimer's swing. Alzheimer's only affects grandparents. Mhm. <laughs> and no one else. <laughs> Okay, those are some pickup lines uh, from Man Intelligence. Oh. Let us know, write in if you use any of these and, <laughs> yeah. and how it went. And what the best one was. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were very Man Intelligent, I will say that much. Oh, for sure. Um, all right, uh, we got a little bit of a Moogle. It's going to be a different Moogle, but we're going to do one. Great. Um, so I saw this uh, story floating around this week. Um about a a Chinese VTuber who uh, previously streamed um, on the Chinese uh, streaming platform Billy Billy, um, and she uh, came back from a a fairly long gap uh, in in streaming. She she didn't stream for about six months. Uh, the VTuber is named uh, Porin. Um, I, I I guess that's how you pronounce it. Um, and during this like return stream after not streaming for half a year, uh, she claimed that she was uh, a victim of 
trafficking. Uh, she was basically kidnapped um, and uh, eventually rescued, and so that was what that was the reason for her uh, break. Oh my! Um, yeah, and uh, so there there is a translated like sort of segment from the um, from her stream. Um, this does come from Reddit, so I don't know how uh, particularly accurate it is, um, but uh, it depends on the subreddit. Uh, typically the, the, the subreddit is virtual youtubers okay um, okay so uh, uh to tell you guys why i disappeared for half a year without saying anything uh that was a dark night i was on my way home and i want to get home early to eat dinner so i chose a way that's near my home yet a remote route just a very far off alley then i heard someone was calling me so i turned back and some people came to me and said your internet ip was hacked we are police and you must come with us to make a statement then they took me on a van before i doubted it and i still had my phone then I didn't doubt them because they are policemen, so they pulled me in a van. And I texted my friend, I am in a police car, so I will record your birthday blessings when I am home. Then, uh, that's the last thing I said, and it happened so abruptly that I didn't tell my family where I was going to. So shortly after I send the message, they kept a close watch on me. They even have someone in the back seat to watch me. Then they took my phone, and I was so confused. Why would they take my phone away? Uh, but there's nothing to do. I didn't dare to say. Uh, so after that, they drove so far to a village I didn't even know where it is. And I was sold to a mid-age auntie. That auntie was ordered that uh, always ordered me about. She beats me or scolds me if I didn't do well. Uh, then the auntie smokes. Uh, it's okay if she just smokes. The problem is she doesn't have an ashtray. So she just puts out the cigarette on my arm. However, I found that even the frequency is low. She still leaves the house sometimes, so I found a certain timing to escape, but I failed. I thought this is the rest of my life. I am locked in this house forever. Uh, but I did not expect that half a year later, uh, about the time I returned, police rescued me. They said I looked like someone on the missing list. So yeah, they rescued me. Maybe it's the silver linings. Though I lived in that place for six months without any uh, contacts with the world. I have some minor injuries, and I have no idea what happened these days. Uh, I am back on streaming, and I am still optimistic. It doesn't bother me. I also seek uh, for some medical or other assistances, so don't worry about me. I'm always okay. Basically, this video is explaining why I disappeared for half a year. And you guys worried about me, so I think I should explain that. Um, and there comes this video, but I don't want to say too many negative... And I don't want to bring too many negative energy to you. Uh, at the same time, I couldn't find a way to say that, to explain why I disappeared. Ultimately, I decided to tell you guys. Thank you for uh, willing to wait for me for so long. Um, and you must keep yourself safe. Never be foolish as I am. Um, I found that I'm kind of stupid after this incident. Uh, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay. Uh, for I came back safely. Um, oh my god yeah it's a lot Oof. um so that was like the video it was either a stream or like a video which she posted um and you know it, it made its way over here uh it was translated and everybody was very shocked you know um then uh uh not too long afterwards um her vtuber agency uh put out a statement basically saying that uh what she said was not true and that that didn't happen okay um so her agency uh mofu f um and this is from um uh like an esports website um because i couldn't i couldn't find like any actual like article articles about this sure um so uh mofu f uh claimed she fabricated the story for attention on the internet um and the agency states that chinese police looked into the story and quote verified the content is untrue um, however, there has been no official statement from any sort of Chinese police body, um, and they haven't given any sort of other explanation for her six-month hiatus, um, and, 
uh, they took down the original video of her explanation. Um, the agency did? The agency did, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and there, it, uh, I, I couldn't get an actual confirmation on this. Uh, some people were saying that her um, Billy Billy account was either suspended or banned. Um, but some people were saying it was still up. Uh, so that's that's uh, uh, unconfirmed. Um, and sometimes that's hard to see because of the um, like the, the Chinese firewall. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I and mean, so this, yeah. So this piece says like without uh, like an actual investigation and without like a, a police statement, um, there there's not a ton of information. Um, and uh, a lot of people just don't just straight up don't believe what what this agency is saying and they definitely don't believe uh the chinese police and the chinese police haven't actually said anything themselves this is just coming from uh her agency uh yeah my first thought when hearing this is like does the agency have a reason to um to say that this like do they have a motive for saying that that she's lying and obviously if one of your employees was kidnapped uh yeah you would you would you that's not good publicity for the agency right uh so they might be being pressured by the chinese government oh really to, to suppress a story about human trafficking oh cr- that's actually even worse um yeah jesus uh because human trafficking is a, a large issue in china um it happens at a rate much higher than other nations mm-hmm. uh but the, the chinese government doesn't claim like they claim it's not a, a problem um, so the fact that she was speaking out publicly about her experience with being trafficked, um, e- even though she claims that, uh, police saved her, uh, they still might be, uh, they, they still don't want that discussed publicly, uh, especially because, um, th- in the, uh, the agency's statement, uh, and this is, this is a translation, uh, so the, the, the English syntax is off, um, but they end it with saying, uh, it occupied social resources and had a negative impact on the society. Uh, so, which leads uh, me to believe that they were potentially pressured by the Chinese government yeah. to make this statement. Wow. This reminds me of um, a story from late last year with the um, professional tennis player mm, mm-hmm. who, who was uh, who, who spoke out about, um, I think, like a high-ranking official, right, who had assaulted yeah. her. And then that statement got taken down and this player, like, disappeared for right. a period of time. And then there was, like, that, that video that popped up where she's like, I'm okay, you know, nothing bad has happened to me, but it was not the most convincing um video it, it seemed like something that was staged and i'm not sure the status of that story now i haven't kept up with it but this this just kind of like reminded me of that mm-hmm. yeah um and yeah as of our recording uh th- there hasn't been any further statement um from Porin the vtuber or the agency um is she just like continuing to stream i don't i i don't know i don't believe so mm. um and so there there are like some uh like uh, responses from her Chinese fans, uh, like statements of support saying that they believe her. Um, and this has caused some outcry in the West, obviously. Um, but yeah, I, 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 it's hard to tell because of the, uh, you know, like the Chinese firewall, like getting that information out. Um, and I don't know, I don't know how much of Billy Billy actually makes it 
over here. Like some of it does because there's been like um, Final Fantasy 14 streamers that uh, like, like some of their some of their raid strats make their way over here. I mean, I feel like for somebody as dialed into the world of YouTubers as you are, I mean, you would be sort of an expert I, on this I'm not, subject. I'm not that. I just see the clips. Uh, but I, I saw this uh, like uh, actually on Twitter. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, it's it's pretty wild. I mean, hopefully, you know, I mean, I, I after everything that you've laid out here, I would definitely lean towards believing the VTuber, right? But I just hope there aren't any more like, I hope that she isn't put in any further danger, right? Because when the yeah. government is on your case, that's that's a scary thing. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, uh, hopefully this would just be the end of it, right? Right. Um, you know, if 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 there was government interference, they just wanted to, to suppress the statement, and that that's it. They'll, right. Yeah. They'll leave her alone, um, because I, I I believe it. Like like it's such an elaborate uh, story. Like she has so many details that mm -hmm. like just to just to explain why she didn't stream for six months. It, you know, like there's so many better ways to say that you took a six month break than like it, it, it just doesn't make sense. Yeah. The, the way I think about these things is like, OK, well, what benefit does she have to telling the story? And there really isn't any. What benefit right. does like an agency or even the, the Chinese government have? And it's like, OK, we can see why why this would they would be doing this. Right. Suppressing the story. So it's, it, it right. sounds pretty clear. Yeah. Like if she was doing it for got attention, like what? So what? she would be getting sympathy stream views yeah that what, doesn't that doesn't really add up and and comments talking about like oh that must have been horrible like why would you want that you know kind of quote-unquote engagement especially living in a entertainer country, yeah especially living in a country where the government is known to try and suppress things like that yeah it, it just doesn't make sense no um and she even says that like she like couldn't find a way to like say like talk about this Mm -hmm. And so she just finally decided to say it. So it's like it, it, it makes it I mean, it doesn't make sense, like why this happened to this, you know, woman. But like um, it makes sense, her explanation. Right. Right. Uh, so, yeah, it, 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 it doesn't make sense if she like would just make that up. Like, it's right. too convoluted. It's too messy just to explain uh, a six month hiatus. Yeah, what so. an off like just the the unimaginable unimaginable trauma of of something like that happening to you, right? And then you escape it, and you just you you just like you're able in some capacity to like get back to work, mm -hmm. and then this has yeah, it's so yeah. fucked. Yeah, mm -hmm. you put in the show notes that we have fun here, don't we? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We really do. Yeah. After last week, I was I, I wanted to return to like just some goofy shit, which is why I opened with that pickup line shit. Mm -hmm. Um but then I saw this story and I was like, ah, I feel like I want to talk about this. So mm -hmm. <sighs> anyway. Um Okay. I just had a couple things here, some random yeah. stuff from this week. Um I was gonna bring up Drake's uh recent uh book haul posts. But okay. I, I didn't realize it was an Instagram story. And so it, I didn't like screenshot it or anything. Mm. Um, so it's not up anymore. Oh, okay. But it was <clears throat> noteworthy because so he he periodically will just like post a picture of like a stack of, of books that he's intending to read. Mm -hmm. And on the latest one, it featured a, uh, a favorite of the podcast, which is uh, Otessa Moshfag's My Year of Rest and Relaxation. Oh, interesting. Yeah. 
Um, also a couple of Sally Rooney novels on there too. Mm. Um, so overall, just like a lot of really good stuff. Um, I first saw this, I didn't see this on Instagram. I saw it was a TikTok and the person on TikTok was skeptical about like this, uh, list because like when you, when you're somebody like Drake who has, you know, a ridiculous amount of followers, like you're one of the most popular like artists in the world, right? Mm -hmm. And you post something that is essentially a product because books are, are products, right? Yeah. It's like, there's this like, uh, uh, skepticism that I think is pretty reasonable. It's like, okay, so is Drake truly reading these books or is this like some sort of like maybe like a paid advertisement or just like an influencer thing? Uh, let me tell you. <laughs> Publishers can't afford Drake. That is a good point. <laughs> That's a very good point. And well, also like okay. all these... Uh, yeah. They can, but they won't. Sure. And also like all these books are from different publishers too. So it's not like... Yeah. Yeah. So I think the takeaway here is that uh, I think Drake should start a, a book club because he seems to have very good taste. Sure. Yeah. Uh, although there has been uh, a, a streak of um, celebrities uh, like buying books in bulk as uh furniture basically have you have you seen this um i've heard of like purchasing fake books as like decoration like you'll you'll there'll be like titles of real books and like on the spines and everything but then if you pick one up and open it it'll be like just like blank pages or something no no there's a service that uh f for for wealthy people uh -huh. That will basically uh, send you a shelf full of books and then like install it for you. So you have it as, you know, furniture or call it artwork or whatever, just as a fixture of a room. Um, and celebrities are doing this off like they started doing it because of uh, the pandemic because they suddenly had to do um, a lot of videos, like calls and stuff. Right. And they wanted the books in the background. So it's they like a, it as a backdrop. It's a status thing too, right? It's a status thing because uh, this service is charging uh, a whole heck of a lot of money. They're, they're upcharging, they're upcharging for a bunch of books. Um, and I think the one that like sort of got everybody's attention was like, was it Ashley Tisdale or something? Okay. It was like a, the Disney Channel. Ashley Tisdale bookshelf, yeah. Um, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, Ashley Tisdale gets roasted for filling her bookshelf with books she never read. Um, this is not an article. It's just a headline. What is this website? Um, okay, this is from Cosmopolitan. Cosmopolitan, that's the, that's the magazine I was thinking of. Oh, earlier. was it? That's funny. That's a funny yeah. coincidence. Um, okay, uh, yeah. So she opened up her house to fans for a full home tour, but there's one moment in the video that has faced a bit of backlash from viewers online. Um, okay, I don't know why that paragraph repeats. Uh, row of huge glass doors. She also has a huge row of bookshelves. Uh, these bookshelves, I have to be honest, actually did not have books in a couple days ago. Uh, I had my husband go to a bookstore and I was like, you need to get 400 books. Uh, my Obviously, my husband was like, we should be collecting books over time and putting them in the shelves. And I was like, no, 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 no. Uh, we need them now. Why would you Why would you admit this? I don't know. It, you could have gotten away with this if you didn't flat out tell us. <laughs> Yeah. Right. Like. Yeah. So she did. She she's claiming she didn't use the service. She actually made her husband go out and buy all these books. That's um, almost like, more insane. Yeah. And he's like, well, no, we should just just have the books that we have. And like, if we want to fill it with books, we should be buying books as we read them. Like he's like being a normal person. <laughs> yeah. And she's yeah. like, no, we need we need these books for <laughs> as a backdrop. 
um in the back of my head i'm I'm like trying to because i read a i think it was a short story recently and i forget who it was by but it was basically about this guy who uh for status reasons uh bought up basically that type of thing just like a a room full of books Mm -hmm. and then he learns that there's like this um there's like this myth about this book there's like a thousand books in this collection sure and um one of the books in the collection uh one of the pages in one of the books will reveal to you like the secret to like happiness or something and so he basically just like goes insane trying to weed through a thousand it it was it was a good short story i forget who it was by though i wish i remembered Mm -hmm. but uh but yeah this is nuts yeah very silly Mm -hmm. like do you do you know any of the title like was there anything that stood out in this collection i honestly don't think like you get close enough like she's literally just using it as a backdrop yeah she doesn't like take the camera close enough like there's like some big hard covers like i think there's like a lot of cookbooks honestly like just based on the size Mm -hmm. um so like yeah fine like it's just you didn't need to do this right <laughs> but yeah I, I don't i don't know what that service is called i wish i did uh, because it's it's pretty ridiculous yeah like, okay fine if they're gonna if they're gonna buy books all right fine spend money on the books but like <laughs> i just like that her husband was like being normal about it it's like no if we want to have books we should just buy books that we want like and have them and <laughs> He's like, I mean, I was happy using my Kindle, but if you really want to. Yeah, like. (laughs) (laughs) You know, our library, we can get these for free. Like, we don't have to. (laughs) (laughs) She should donate them, honestly, after. Like, right. I I can't get over why you would just freely admit that. I know. (laughs) I I mean, to each their own, I guess. If you want to have the books, you can have the books, but it's just like. It's so unnecessary. Mm-hmm. And at least at least she's claiming that she bought them from a, like a local bookstore. Oh, OK. So, so she ended up not she didn't use the service. No, she she's saying she didn't. So she made her husband go out and buy them. Oh, so support your your indie bookstores. That's great. Yeah, that's actually yeah, a good ending so, to this story. Yeah, I, I, that's appreciated. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've seen a lot of um, it, it seems to be like a pretty like trendy thing now for people to have those um little like uh I, I i almost think of them as like birdhouse type libraries at the end of their like lawn yeah 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 the, uh, yeah the, the community library kind of thing yeah those are cool huh yeah 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 i just i i guess i've never noticed them before maybe they they just like it might be a pandemic thing too it was yeah was mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but yeah that's that's pretty cool yeah i think my mom like just dropped some stuff off at one yeah, I was I think thinking she, of, and I think she put her book in one. Yeah, oh, um, she did. That's that. Yeah, that's that's a good way to to um to market, right? Mm-hmm. Word of mouth. I just I just didn't know where it was. She was just like, oh, I'm gonna go do this, and I was like, oh, okay. I yeah, just, I, I, I didn't know where it was located though. I was like, oh, all right. <laughs> that's the thing. If it's like so, unaf- like you can't just open up Google Maps and be like, oh, yep, that's where it is. Like, yeah, there's a, there's one know. on on my street, and then there's one behind me. Mm, so okay. They seem to be popping up all over the place. Yeah, but uh, yeah, um, you you had a book in the show notes here that you read. I did. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I couldn't remember if this was one that I gave to you. You or, did. Okay. Yeah. Uh, did you did you get around to reading this one? I did, and I told you that I did. Right. I, I my memory. You got to remember my memory <laughs> is fucking broken. I'm just being um, annoying, but yeah, I did read it. Okay. Yeah, because I I got around to it uh this week. I read uh, all the ones that you uh, that you gave me. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah. Then I'm just slacking on the ones that you gave me. <laughs> <laughs> uh. 
yeah, so I read this this week, and uh, it kind of sat with me for a little bit, so I figured um might be something to talk about. Um, so yeah, so this week I read uh, Things Have Gotten Worse Since We Last Spoke by uh, Eric LaRocca. Um, and Such the, a good title, by the way. It is, yeah. Um, and this is, it's a short, it's a novella, it's only like 100 pages. Uh, like I read it in, you know, like, I don't know, a couple hours maybe. Um, and uh, the premise here is, uh, it's told through a series of uh, email and IM transcripts uh, in like the mid 90s. Um, and so it's it's very much like the aim, like the instant messenger kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so it's um, two characters that uh, meet up on. A, a, it was it was just like an LGBT forum, or was it like a, just a lesbian forum? I can't remember. Um, but, yeah, I but forget. I, yeah, but but so it's, it's an LGBT forum. Uh, one character is attempting to um, sell an apple peeler. Uh, they're very um, flowery and romantic in the way that they speak. Uh, they're very idealistic. Um, and so the two characters interact originally with the, the post about selling this apple peeler and their relationship evolves from there. And it's very, um, it, it's mostly about how, uh, a, a relationship online can sort of devolve and like how somebody could take advantage of a sort of idealistic and, um, like romantic personality and and see how far that they could take things mm-hmm. um i was gonna say this almost would have um been fitting to talk about last week with that whole story uh the research that you did and the rabbit hole you went down you know yeah that's kind of why i figured i'd bring it up this week because mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. it, it, it feels like really related and um just just the idea of like like how seemingly easy it is to take advantage of people online like obviously this is fiction but like like online um and manipulate aspects of their personality even though there is like the distance of you know however many miles of geography and the distance of a screen like you've never seen this person you've never spoken to this person uh like you've never heard their voice but yet you can still uh have such an impact on them and you can push their buttons in exactly the right way to like make them like do your bidding, you mm-hmm. know? Um, and that's sort of what the, the novella explores. Um, and, uh, it gets really dark. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> it gets really dark. And it, it's also like, um, like th- this idealistic personality, like, and how it can spiral, um, into like, you see this a lot where, um, and I guess we might be talking about this a little later in beautiful cinema, like just very, uh, like sheltered people Mm -hmm. that, that don't experience much and how they get fixated on things very Mm -hmm. easily. Yeah. Um, and in here it's like, it's easily taken advantage of, uh, especially, especially when like, um, you, you are in a, like an online community where, uh, maybe some of those vulnerabilities are right out there in the open. Right. And like those communities could be, uh, supportive and, and great experiences, or they could be like, they could make somebody a target. Right. Yeah. 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 Like, so like this, this relationship starts off like in, in, you know, this, this gay forum, right. Where it's meant to be like, you have this commonality with people and, you know, you're talking about, um, you know, your similar, um, maybe backgrounds or struggles or issues or, you know, experiences. And, um, so you have that common ground, but, uh, if you have somebody that is, 
malicious, they can take advantage of that vulnerability and that openness. Um, and that's that's basically what happens in the in the novella. Yeah, it really is like it being a novella and and very short. Um, it does have like this trajectory to it with the characters. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really effective because things really spiral rapidly. Uh, still believably yeah. though, um, and it's it's quite it's quite something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it, since it's told through just their correspondences, like mm-hmm. that, that that's that's literally all you get. Um, yeah. you get some you get some. Um, framing in the beginning that this is like from police archives or whatever, um, you know, to sort of set up the sort of set the tone and also kind of uh, maybe some tension to the proceedings. Um, but it, it's it's strictly their communication. And so everything that happens in between, uh, you have to fill in the lines and you also have to um, infer based off of what they're saying to each other. And 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 the one character who is very open is basically you know, spilling their guts about absolutely everything, uh, mm-hmm. and, and possibly literally. Uh, and, and, the, and the other one is this very closed off, um, very manipulative and is, um, doesn't give, doesn't give the person, the other person basically anything to work with, um, other than like, you know, this, um, I guess maybe like an outlet. I don't know. Uh, mm-hmm. it, it, it's very much a, a, a one-sided relationship. Oh yeah. Um, and it's it is set up as sort of like this um, dom sub, you know, kind of BDSM like fin dom kind of thing mm-hmm. that they agree to. Um, but then it, it goes from there. Uh, yeah, and for the reader, like it's it's very clear what's happening, and that you know that's what creates so much of the, the tension and the suspense because you you know it's the ending feels inevitable as you're going through it. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, um, but yeah, it's it's a it's a it's a creepy little you know hundred pages if. <laughs> Sure. If you're in the mood. But like it, it, it definitely gives you um like like just similar to like the stuff that we've been talking about lately where like uh these relationships and communities on the internet, you know. Like uh just, we're just all like, going to the world's fair, right? Right, yeah. Just like uh either go bad or um like the way that they can affect specific personalities. Mm-hmm. You know, um yeah. I, I really thought it was great. Yeah, it's from like an indie horror publisher that I'd never heard of. Um, I would have not known about this book if you hadn't uh, gifted it to me. Yeah, I, I can't remember where I'd I'd seen it originally, but um, I put it on my list and thought it might be a, a good read, and it turned out it was. So mm-hmm, definitely. Um, now you put in here a follow up to something we talked about several months ago. Yes, uh, long time <laughs> listeners will likely not forget um, the story of Stephanie Mateau, the reality star from 90 Day Fiance, who found a lucrative um, opportunity in selling her farts in a jar. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, there's a follow up story from this week. There are a couple of uh, developments to the story. Uh, so. Okay. Even from the time that I put it in the show notes. So oh, wow. basically, yeah. Um, so the, the newest venture from this entrepreneur, Stephanie Mateau, uh, addition from the fart jar to selling her boob sweat. Okay. So yeah, so she's been bottling up jars of her boob sweat, um, sitting outside in her yard by her new pool that she, she built. With the proceeds from the fart jars. <laughs> I can only yeah. assume. Um, so, yeah, she's she's selling the sweat in these, like, vials uh, here. And they're apparently going between $300 and $500 each. 
and she says that she's averaging 5,000 a day. So that's 10, 10 vials? Yes, 10 vials, which like, that's a lot of sweat. That's a lot of sweat. That's a lot of sweat. Um, so I thought this was like a noteworthy story, um, in, uh, you know, in its own right. Uh-huh. Um, quite the entrepreneurial spirit here. Sure. Uh, however, this, this development here, which I could not have seen coming, um, this, uh, her, her sort of, uh, routine of, of going into her backyard and, and, you know, hanging out in the heat and the sun uh-huh. the afternoon has been halted because there has been uh, the presence of a bear okay. in her yard <laughs> okay. that has caused her whole production uh, line to, to come to a halt. The supply uh, chains, man. Uh, supply chains. Getting fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so this bear has been kind of hanging around her property, and so she's uh, very understandably not able to go outside and enjoy the afternoon sun, and therefore is sweating much less often, and so the production has been halted. Um, I think I think the bear just got a whiff, you know? So? Yeah. <laughs> that's the type of thing that they're attracted to? Uh, the, uh, the, the, the sweat, yeah, you know, it's just kind of... She's she's apparently pumping out a lot, so uh, yeah. <laughs> so what? She, so she doesn't have like like an elliptical in the house or something. That she can just kind of you know get a workout uh, in or I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it's, yeah, I guess it's hard to replicate the uh, sun in uh-huh. the uh, in the climate crisis that we live in. You know, yeah. Um, I mean, also just like kind of like laying out and hanging out in the heat is different from like actively working out. Does it does it what does it change the 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 chemical makeup of the uh, the boob sweat? Well, I just mean like from an effort standpoint. Oh, it's probably still worth it if you're making five thousand a day. Yeah, but um, yeah, this is all from a TMZ article, by the way. Sure, sure. <laughs> because of course it is. Um, but it does appear that she has been able to resume her um her production. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So it's just it's just from the the boobs. Well, from under from un- the under. Neath from the underboob. From the underboob. Okay. Yeah. You know, she's kind of like holds the vial down there. Or I don't know how she's like. Or or like, or is she taking like a towel and then like wringing the towel into the um, vials? Okay. Either way, that's a lot of sweat. I know that there was like a Big Brother competition where you would have to like take a sponge or something and like wring it out into like this big container. Mm-hmm. Whoever filled it up the quickest wins. Um, I feel like if they want to like spice things up a little bit, mm-hmm. could maybe they can <laughs> maybe take some inspiration yeah. from this. So, um, so all right. So my question is, where does she go from here? Oh, interesting. You know, because yeah. clearly, I, mean, clearly, I would definitely ride this out for the summer. Sure, this, this, for sure. But <laughs> but winter winter is coming. The Starks, you know, were warning us every season. Yeah. Uh, so what happens when, you know, December rolls around? So, like, I mean, she's been very creative with this, but I feel like there are people out there, like, she could probably just, like, spit in a cup and sell it. Like, I really feel like there... Hey, that might be, have, that might be something, you know? Yeah, there doesn't need to be this level of, like, creativity, but uh-huh. I do appreciate it, though, because it makes for a good story. All right, so that's what, that's my question is, is, like, she seems to have an insatiable audience, <laughs> right? They wanted the farts. They needed the farts. And they got them. They got them. Oh now wait, did we cover? Did we cover her going into the emergency room? Oh yeah. Okay, she yeah. Because too many, the too much fiber. 
It was too many eggs. She was had too many eggs. Her cholesterol was too high. Oh, see, this story was talking a bit about what happened in December where she had too many fiber bars. Oh, while doing the, the fart jar thing. And so she, maybe this is a separate emergency room trip, potentially. She was having heart trouble because of Ooh, that's she right. was having too yeah. many eggs and beans. So she went again. Huh. Mm. OK. I would say that this new method seems safer, but it is a lot of time in the sun. I do hope that she stocked up on the um, sunscreen. Yeah. She has to check the SPF, you know. Yeah. Um, If she gets any well, moles. That, what's that? The pickup line or... or um. Is that is that a, is that a tan or are you just <laughs> too hot or whatever? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I'm curious where she goes from here. Um, well, you know that we will. Um, you know, we'll be the first to, to let, let you know. We're gonna hear about. Yeah, we're gonna hear about it. Um, now, is is this all some sort of? Like dark ritual, do you think? No, the, God, you know, people can turn anything into like a satanic conspiracy theory. But I'm hold on, sick of but it, hold honestly. on, hold on. She's got jars of farts, vials mm. of sweat, eye of newt. She could uh, uh, toil, toil. She could, she could start brewing something. Or, or are her clients are may, okay? Here's the thing. Maybe her clients are actually not perverts. Maybe it's very hard to believe. <laughs> maybe they're witches. <laughs> It's, it's actually, you know, no, 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 there's no way. <laughs> it's like, you know, I'm, I'm not going to shame somebody for, for what they're into, but uh, much easier to believe that these people are, are enjoying the, the farts for their own uh, for their own purposes rather than being uh, witches. Um, yeah. Yeah. What the the fart? I uh, I don't personally understand the the pleasure derived from it, but I can understand the mechanics of it, where you smell it, right? Like that that is your <laughs> that is what you're doing with it, right? Or, uh, yeah, it makes sense. The but the 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 boob sweat. Mm-hmm. How are you? <laughs> I think it's even more. It's even easier to to imagine. You're drinking it. You're drinking it. You're drinking the boob yeah. sweat think so or you're pouring it on yourself or something Ooh, boy thing is like it's the, the we we discussed this last time the the fart jar that's one-time use yeah yeah you open up the lid and you have it and then it's gone right i do feel like you get a bit more value with the sweat well if you're drinking it that's just like a shot you know yeah but i guess there's like what i'm saying is there's like shot chaser <laughs> sweat, <laughs> fart jar there you go See, I don't think they, these people would have the um, the, uh, the self control to hold on to the, the fart jar for this many months. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think those are all used up by now. Yeah, yeah. There's one out there. One dude's holding on as as a collector's item, trying to get the oh, resale value. It just goes value. up in value. Yeah, it yeah, goes yeah. Up in value as time goes on, mm-hmm. they become more more rare. Yep, um, yep, yep. Man. But yeah, you know, I thought we had to cover that for sure. Sure. Um, yeah. Another thing that happened this week that caught my attention, uh, we talked a couple weeks ago about the actor who staged a climate protest in a Starbucks. Yes, yes. The the guy from the uh, succession, the the older brother of uh, right. Logan Roy. I forget his character name. But yeah. yeah. Um, and so, you know, we appreciated or at least I appreciated the uh, messaging, but like the effectiveness of it mm-hmm. was up to, to question. Uh, this week we have a story out of the Louvre. Uh, so this Frenchman 
uh, went to the Louvre disguised as an elderly woman in a wheelchair. Are we sure this wasn't Johnny Knoxville? Um, <laughs> I it's, it's I'm not sure Johnny Knoxville speaks French. <laughs> But uh, yeah, so so this person was <laughs> dressed as a as a, uh, a wheelchair bound elderly woman in order to get a good spot front to take a look at the Mona Lisa. Uh-huh. Um, but what this person did instead of admire the uh, the smile that um, iconic smile was they took a cake and they <laughs> smeared it. <laughs> On the well, not on the Mona Lisa, but on the the bulletproof glass that uh, oh, protects the Mona Lisa. Okay. <laughs> um, so, but so as the security uh, people led him away, uh, the man told the crowd in French. He said, "Think about the Earth. Or people who are destroying the Earth. Think about it. All artists think about the Earth. This is why I did this. Think about the planet." Um, so yeah, this was a climate protest by smearing cake on the Mona Lisa. Uh, I I um I don't get the symbolism quite. I guess the the yeah. idea here is that all these people are preoccupied in appreciating artwork uh, instead of thinking about the climate crisis. Okay, I don't think the art is the problem. Oh. I mean, the I climate mean, was not in a crisis when the. Mona I don't. Lisa was I painted. don't think we should blame Da Vinci for using oil paints. I don't think that's the. <laughs> I don't think that's the oil we should be worried oh, it's not, about. It's not big oil paints. No, I don't think that's the. <laughs> that's the big concern. Uh, hmm. Yeah. So again, it's like I. I do appreciate that you know this person is concerned about the climate crisis. I just don't know if this is the way to go about it. I don't think so either. It seems quite misplaced. Mm. How did how did he smuggle a cake? Um, I guess if you're an elderly woman in a wheelchair, you can kind of get away with certain things. The privilege. <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> <sighs> but um, yeah, and then I saw this story. Like the Mona Lisa has been attacked uh quite often throughout history and mm. i just i don't fully understand why i guess because it's like the most famous painting i guess that's why right but it's like yeah. what did she ever do to anybody i don't think anything i don't know it's got to be since it's so famous it's got to be like such an object of delusion for people and you know like there's all mm. the conspiracy like, like oh who is she who is she all that kind of shit you know mm-hmm. um the who is she is what it's part of what it's part of the appeal to the, the painting yeah the smile yeah. and the like the d- different like perspectives you can interpret with a smile or the smirk or the, you know, the different like ways of looking at it. Right. Yeah. And like all that Da Vinci uh, code bullshit, you know, like secret imagery and all that nonsense, you know, that's a bit beyond me. I don't really necessarily like it's understand all, it's or all, really even care about it. It's that. all bullshit. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I mean, I can see it being, you know, it, it's just very funny to me that it's, bulletproof glass Mm -hmm. like it's the pope or something yeah i was gonna maybe uh no i'm not gonna do this transition um (laughs) yeah you can cut you have an idea but i don't know if you want to talk about the serious thing that we have in the notes here oh yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) i was gonna say something about france protecting its artwork uh better than the u.s protects children yeah 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 (laughs) it's the low it's the low hanging fruit that i go for Uh. um 
I just last week I was gonna go off on a very angry uh, uh, rant about mm-hmm. um, the response to the shooting, um, but it's like you know you've seen it. Uh, everybody's angry. Uh, what's it gonna do? But then uh, uh, Joseph Biden he makes his way down to Uvalde, Texas, um, and uh, he's got he's got the children of or he's got the the parents of the deceased children who were slaughtered in their classroom, uh, and they're pleading with him to, for the love of God, do something, anything uh, about mass shootings. And uh, his response, uh, he 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 gave it a thumbs up. Excuse me. <laughs> he gave a thumbs up. One or two? Uh, I think it was just one. Okay. So, uh, so there's no verbal response. I mean, we're not entirely sure that he can come up with a full sentence anymore. But like, there was no verbal response to this. No, he gave a thumbs up. So okay. on on the on the what is it the Ebert and Roper scale. <laughs> he gave he gave the Uvalde shooting a thumbs up. Jesus. So that's where we're at. Please, God, do something to stop twenty children from being killed in their classroom as police looked on for fifty minutes as they could hear children being killed and hear children screaming help. Mm-hmm. Thumbs up. I, I there's I don't know what to say. It's just so bleak. I think I think this is worse than Trump doing the three pointer with the uh, the paper towels in Puerto Rico after the hurricane. <laughs> I think this is worse. <laughs> I think this is worse. Oh God! So that's where we're at. I, I I think I think this whole this whole uh, America project. I think I think it's time to put a bow on it. I think we're done. I, th- I think. No, it it is very much in line with the Puerto Rico thing because he did this very offensive gesture and then the u.s completely ignored yeah puerto rico in a time of crisis and that's essentially what's happening here yeah um it's basically the same thing yeah fucking hell please help thumbs up catch you later midterms coming up see you around kids mm-hmm. just incredible yeah so like when people uh when a shooting happens uh and people make the response of like you know calling out for um Change to gun laws, uh, as, as should be the case. Uh, opponents of that will be like, "Oh, this is not the time to be to be making a political statement," right? Mm-hmm. Which, like, obviously, that's bullshit. But like in this case, this is just simply Biden making a very empty political move here. Is it a political move? It's nothing. It's it's empty. It's, it's nothing. It's it's just like a uh, it's like a photo. Right. He might he might as well have put his fingers in his ears and went la 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 I can't hear you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> come on. I saw there was a um an elected official in Colorado, Republican, which probably goes without saying, said uh this week he was like, um, yeah, we use AR fifteens to uh, uh, it's the gun of choice to shooting raccoons to protect our chickens. Well, then you're bad at shooting raccoons. Well, for one, yes, you're bad. At, yes. Um, but also that implies that chickens are higher importance than school children. Well, no, because they want to put more of the AR-15s in the school to protect the, to quote unquote, protect the children. Oh, right. So the, the so, so, soldier thing. Yeah. So they're of equal importance, the, the children and the chickens. Oh, okay. 
But the thing is, like, there aren't any armed raccoons that come in and shoot up the chicken coop. Because if there were, the police would flee in terror. Sure. This Okay, so this analogy isn't quite <laughs> lining up. Um, no, it's not. It's not because it's fucking stupid. It's stupid yeah, no, to, to, it to talk about raccoons and chickens when they're dead children. Somehow that's even stupider than the Ted Cruz door comment. They're they because this is the they're they're like past the bottom of the barrel. They dug through the bottom of the barrel and are digging into the earth now. Right, because That's before where it was at. like it. Right, because before it was the good guy with a gun argument. Yeah. In this in this case, the quote unquote good guy with a gun just stood out and did nothing. Yeah. So they can't use that anymore. Yeah. Which meanwhile, so, the, the same thing happened in Parkland. Like, right. Like this has been happening. The, the, the good guys with the guns have have done fucking nothing. They've run away in cowardice. Mm-hmm. Every time, which like fucking fair enough, to be honest, like I people should not have to be in a situation where they need to enter a room with an active shooter. Um, but that just speaks to the fact that we need to get rid of guns in as many. Yeah. But when you're a fucking when you're a fucking well, when you're a cop, it's when you're a part cop of the job and you pretend yeah. and when. Well, technically, it's not. There have now been court cases where uh, they literally do not have to. Um, right. Okay. But they pretend like they're going to is the problem. Uh, right, right, right. So if you're not going to, but you're going to pretend to, what are you, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Billions of dollars, billions of dollars, all the military equipment in the world to stand mm-hmm. around. You need you need you need billions of dollars in military equipment and literal tanks to uh, arrest black people for smoking weed. Right. But I not mean, not stop the, an active shooter. This is why the. Um, ideology of abolishing the police makes so much sense because all that insane amount of money for um for for something that in most cases is is more harmful than anything else that is the the police they're fucking all, useless all that, yeah they're fucking useless well, cowards at best at best they're useless at worst they're actively harmful yeah um that all that money that goes into them could be used for so many other more beneficial like community purposes literally anything else and that's basically the the um idea behind abolishing the police right because like people think that's like such a radical stance but really when you when you lay it out it's it's not it's just like common sense use use that money for literally anything else literally Mm -hmm. anything Mm -hmm. i mean obviously it wouldn't like like say by some miracle right police are defunded you know that money's immediately going to the military <laughs> yeah immediately it's sad but it's true yeah actually like defunding the police is even a less quote-unquote radical thing than abolishing the police i guess but yeah. either of those things are seem to be a hard sell mostly because of propaganda right yeah people yeah. people people still have this idea that uh like the even just the presence of the police deters crime when it doesn't there are statistics no. it does not uh mm-hmm. and the police don't even solve crime. There are statistics that prove that they don't even solve crime. Uh, Mm -hmm. Like just look at how many stolen cars. Like it's like, it's like, that's just, all right, your car stolen. That's just a lost cause. Like it's done. Uh, You know, break-ins, the police show up. Sexual harassment statistics. Well, well, yeah, that's just a given. They, they don't even like file those reports. Like, but for like, just like a home invasion or whatever, they'll like write it up after they show up. Uh, several hours after it happened they'll file a report and that's the end of it you're out of luck like they don't do anything they don't no. do anything and Speeding it's a deeply tickets. deeply on top of all that it's a deeply racist institution too 
Right. So it's it's like just so so awful. Thumbs up. <laughs> Man, I miss that. That's that's really that's really rough. Just, Even for like Biden standards, that's really rough. Just just don't don't be seen. Like it's it's better to not be seen than do that. Yeah, like, it, like it's either he's doing that or he's making these very empty um statements on Twitter. About, yeah, like, he's he's saying the same shit that the parents are doing. Can please somebody do something? And then he's going to tweet that later. Right. Why won't why won't somebody do something? I don't know, man. You're the fucking president. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you, like, I don't know exactly what is involved with passing certain legislation. Like, I guess it depends on, like, what part of the country. And it, it, there's all sorts of factors. But, like, all I know is that Donald Trump was able to pass a lot of really horrendous stuff in his time, in his four years. Um, so it seems like the presidency comes with a good amount of authority, um, right? Like, so there has to be something. There's executive powers, and he's, yeah, exactly. he's not doing exactly. shit. And he's not even mm-hmm. attempting to do shit. Like, say some of that would get, uh, like, you know, held up in, in Congress, you know, right. or they challenge it or whatever. They're, he's not even attempting anything. Not even yeah, trying. It's almost, it's almost like a defeatist attitude. Like, oh, it's it's not going to it's not going to somebody's going to block this. So I'm not even going to put it out there, which is yeah, exactly what the time. people. Yeah, it's exactly what the people blocking it want to happen every fucking time. Oh, we can't do this. Oh, now all of a sudden there's a Senate parliamentarian that that the rules, <laughs> the, the, the the mystical rules that aren't in any constitution or whatever the fuck. I am so sick of this goddamn constitution <laughs> that was written like 400 years ago. Um, in a in a country where most people didn't have rights, it, that's a bu- that's a bullshit thing. That's a bullshit thing. Remember, whenever we were told in school that that like the Constitution was supposed to be a living document and that it changes were supposed to be made to it as needed. Remember that the whole bull- piece of bullshit. Yeah, yeah, that was fun. Uh, but then they'll just pull out fucking rules and shit that aren't in the Constitution and say that they're you know these immutable facts that can't be changed. You know fucking uh no term limits for the supreme court senate parliamentarian bullshit mm-hmm. uh hey, roe v wade was precedent until it wasn't right until they just decided it's like okay fine like your whole your whole justice system is built on precedent and then you just like shit on it okay mm-hmm. like so then none of this matters all right no so, none of it so so uh public school isn't in the constitution and there's there's precedent for public schooling so now all of a sudden there's not all right cool no public schooling anymore everybody's gonna be a fucking quaker now got it fun <laughs> like what the mm-hmm. fuck okay cool mm-hmm. this whole thing's it's a doomed project it's it's time to it's time to wrap it up clock's ticking it's, yeah yeah clock's ticking let's go on to the next one let's go like i i, I don't want to sound too defeatist because there are people like that you know you look at somebody like uh david hogg for example this, he was a kid at I forget which school. That was Parkland, he, wasn't it? Was it Parkland? Um, yeah, he was a student at Parkland, and he's went through a mass shooting firsthand, and then he became one of the most outspoken activists, and is still just like fighting tooth and nail for literally anything. Yeah, any sort of progress. So, like you know, but man, it's 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 bleak. It's fucking rough. Like, I pick up my brother from school, right? He's got, mm, yeah. mercifully, he's got, like, I don't know, two, three weeks left. Uh, a couple weeks back, I'm waiting, I'm waiting, you know, I pick him up, like, a block away from school. And uh, it's, like, it's, like, ten minutes past or whatever, and then I get a text from him 
Uh, he's like, yeah, we're in lockdown. Um, I've been in lockdown for a half hour. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm like, oh, okay. Is it a drill or anything? Uh, and he's like, no, uh, we think it's a stabbing. And I'm like, oh, okay. He's like, yeah, I'm fine. But we're, yeah, we've been in lockdown for a while. And so then I'm like waiting in the car, like, well, shit, you know. It feels like that is as commonplace as like, oh, we have an assembly today. Yeah. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, it's just so normal. And like when we were in uh, school, for... we had fucking shooter drills all the fucking time. And yeah, we did. And it's like, yeah, and like he and like I guess like you know they're trying to theorize like what's going on in the school like so like he's giving me updates and shit. Um, mm-hmm. And meanwhile, I'm like in Big Brother mode. I'm like, okay, like like I'm I have my windows down, listening for like sirens and shit, and like I don't hear anything. It's eerily quiet out there, you know. Mm-hmm. And I pick him up slightly early because he's a senior. But then like it's getting closer to time, and like so other parents are coming, like traffic's building up and all this shit. Uh, and, uh, like, I haven't heard anything. He's like, are, he's like, are the cops out there? And I'm like, no, I don't hear anything. It's so bizarre. Um, and he's like, yeah, it's like, uh, we just had, um, like, uh, administrators come in to make sure we were okay and all this shit. Um, and like, I'm, I'm, I'm in full big brother mode. I'm like, okay, like if I hear like, you know, like a pop or like a scream, like, I'm just like going to floor on the gas and like bust it to the front to like grab and go like get him you know like i'm like just be in a spot yeah like a getaway car yeah, yeah like i was like what, what can you what else can you do yeah like i'm gonna get him the fuck out of there like you yeah. know uh and like this is like all go through my head like as i'm texting my mom and dad being like hey this is what's going on like i'm fucking here like you know i'm not going anywhere like uh and then i get a text from him saying it's like uh yeah somebody accidentally triggered the alarm mm-hmm. so uh coming out now and that was it and then i heard clapping after he said that, because like, okay. I guess there was like an announcement. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? So it's like, yeah, so obviously there weren't sirens or anything because like there was no emergency. Somebody had just triggered the alarm like in the office. Like it wasn't like a student like pulled a fire alarm or anything. Mm-hmm. It was yeah. in the office. They triggered it. Because yeah, like sometimes it'll be like a science experiment that goes bad or something. Yeah, something happens, you know, or whatever. Or like they do an unannounced drill or something. Right. Uh, but no, this was a complete accident. I saw somebody on Twitter, I forget who it was. They were like, should we just like stop doing, uh, shooter drills in schools? Because is it, is it really making any sort of difference? Is it just really just like making kids afraid more than anything else? I don't know. I don't know. Like, I, d- like, does it, like, what is it like the way that the shooter drills were designed for us was always to stop somebody from coming in from the outside. Right. Mm-hmm, yeah. But like, aren't these cases usually a student of the school? Like, I know, I know this. Like, uh, like uh, Uvalde wasn't because it was, you know, a, an elementary school. Um, so that was somebody from the outside. But like, usually, isn't it a student of the school? Yeah, the threats usually coming from inside. Yeah. Like, yeah. So, because like, I kept seeing all this shit about like all these fucking parents saying, "Well, you can't even get into the my kid's school. Like you have to ring the bell and like there's a camera and all this shit. It's like so you can't even get in. It's like, yeah, you can't. But the kids like Ted Cruz's door the kids, theory is yeah, completely it's like, missing the point. But the kids can. The kids can get in, and it's the kids yeah. with the guns. The kids that get the guns mm-hmm. and come in and shoot up the place. Like that's the problem. Yeah, so I don't know if we should stop doing the drills or not, but I know it's definitely not the uh the answer to any of this. No, it's like, yeah, I don't know how, like, what the drills are going to do. Like, like the kids, like in Texas, 
they did what they were supposed to do until the cops told them to yell if they needed help, yep. which is what they were not supposed to do. They were told not to mm-hmm. do that. And then the cops tell them to do that. They do it and they get shot. Yeah, I saw a story of like one of the kids. Uh, this is like what a fourth grader um, smeared blood on her and played dead to just like survive. Yeah, it's it's fucked. It's like these kids who survive or traumatized for life basically right but i heard the nra convention was a big success so i really <laughs> fucking fucking bleak yeah yeah thumbs up like you said at the outset like every everybody said what can be said at this point yep we got some movie discussion mm-hmm. <laughs> that's beautiful cinema yeah it is it is yes it is it is it is mr lynch <laughs> i agree uh Yes, yeah, so we're talking uh, Shithouse this week. Um, the directorial uh, feature debut from Cooper Rafe, who, if you want to feel bad about yourself, he made this film when he was, I believe, 22. Mm. Um, <laughs> huh. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, this is, uh, it's, it's, it start, He you know, he he's the lead in it himself, and he plays a college freshman who is struggling to fit in and... Um, uh, the other star of the film is uh, Dylan Galula, who he meets and like spends a long night with. He's uh, she's like his RA at at the dorm. Um, yeah, so this movie like uh, gets into uh, like you were saying, it kind of ties into some of these themes about um, I guess like vulnerable people in situations that uh, maybe they're a bit repressed or. I mean, ultimately, like it's it, it's not that it's not like bleak in the same kind of way. I, I'm not setting this up very well. Um, <laughs> I guess I'll ask you what you thought about this film. Uh, I enjoyed it. Um, okay. The first half was a little too real. Oh yeah, oh yeah, a little too real. Yeah, that's um, why when I mean by I didn't set it up, I was like this. This movie feels very, very um, genuine, like a very, very much a lived experience, and one that's like you just said, like quite relatable for, I'm sure quite a few people mm-hmm. um, that sort of like first moving out, shipping out to college. Right. And yeah. struggling with like a new environment and everything. Um, yeah. Yeah. Because like uh, college sucked for me, uh-huh. like looking back on it, um, yeah. like for, for, for some different reasons, but for some similar reasons, mm-hmm. um, like I, I, I had a similar dorm experience as what the movie portrays, except everything was Catholic. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> so, like, you wouldn't have girls on the same floor mm-hmm. and shit like that. And, like, you definitely couldn't have alcohol on campus. And Is that uh, in, like, quotation marks? Like, well, you definitely couldn't. Like, if you were caught, you were, like, expelled kind of thing. Oh, my. Um, that, is, that is severe. Yeah. And also there was like, you, you kind like they couldn't, they kind of couldn't distribute condoms and things like that. You know, like it was like very Catholic in that way. Like, <laughs> you know, like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Um, it yeah, wasn't, I mean, I, t- yeah, sorry. It wasn't that like you weren't allowed to have girls on your floor, but there was, I think there was like a curfew. Sure. Like have girls on the floor. It was, yeah. it was so bizarre because like they, they, they like separated it. So like in my dorm, um, there'd be like a girl's floor and then above that a boy's floor and then above that a girl's floor. Like, you know, like, so like you could just go up the stairs. Like it wasn't. <laughs> right. um, and also the RAs were not like just a year above you. Like they were like juniors and seniors. 
That's no fun. So there was more of a, a separation? Actually, that? I think that was the case for me, too. Yeah, so that was like... Um, and you definitely couldn't have pets. Uh, <laughs> right. And right. you definitely couldn't smoke because there were smoke alarms fucking everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, although people would disable them and try to put um, towels down uh, like under the um, under the doors or whatever. Yeah. And open the windows to try to like block out the smell. But it's like, no, the entire floor smells like weed now. Everybody knows. <laughs> everybody knows it was you. Mm-hmm. Like, come on. Um so yeah, it was yeah, it was very similar. I was gonna say I had a f- troubled uh, sort of dorm experience my first year, um, which at the time I would have told you was, I, I had an, an awful roommate, right? Yeah, um, and I would have stood stood firm on that stance. But over over the years, I've I've sort of realized that maybe if it wasn't a, a like a um, if it it, it might have been me. <laughs> <laughs> like it might, I might have been the bad roommate. I, what I think it was is a lack of communication is mm, what sort mm-hmm. of caused uh, issues. Which I think, um, as uh, someone who's like eighteen or nineteen, living with another person for the first time, that's like you know maturity level. Like that's kind of understandable. Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah. almost to be expected. Um, so. Yeah, like that's that's all to say that this movie did did strike a, a chord in certain certain areas. Yeah, yeah. My my roommate was fine, sure. um, except for like the time that he told um, I don't know what you would call it, like the residence administrator. I don't know whoever was in charge of like the dorms, basically. That like I might have been suicidal. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, and I, it was just like. Okay, because like I I was like sick for a couple days, so like I didn't leave the dorm or whatever. Right. And so like and I like didn't I didn't really talk to people. Sure. And so then there was like this um stupid meeting basically where we had to watch a video about like if you'd notice somebody that's suicidal or something, you should like say something. Uh-huh. And so like if they were if they're antisocial and with withdrawn or whatever. And so like the next day I get uh, a call saying that I have to meet with this uh like administrator basically and they're basically like hey like are you good i'm like yeah and like yeah because your roommate is like concerned and i'm like what so it was it was that was weird um yeah i'm sure that made it pretty awkward afterwards it did it did um is there any like discussion about it between the two of you kind of he was just like yeah i was just kind of worried after that video thing Uh uh-huh i was like yeah i'm i'm okay yeah i mean i don't know is it not is it not reasonable to directly talk to the person instead of like going and reporting? I mean, I know that's what the video said. Like, the yeah, I don't, is. well, I don't know. Cause like we didn't, we didn't talk to each other really. Okay. Yeah. So, so like, once again, communication, here seems well, yeah, to be like, the main. The problem is, is that we had nothing in common. Like we had nothing sure. in common. Mm-hmm. Like he would watch like, uh, the Kardashians and HGTV. And I think, I think he was gay. I think he mm-hmm. was gay, which whatever, man. Uh, but like, like we didn't have any common interests or anything or like to talk about. And it, 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 it like, as far as roommates go, it was fine. Cause like he was very quiet and like kept to himself and, uh, you know, was clean. So like, that's a big, that's a big, yeah. So, there. so like it yeah. ended up being fine, Sure. but like, like there was just not any like potential friendship or anything there. It's like, we had nothing to talk about. Right. You're not going to start a podcast. No, no, we weren't. Um, so yeah. Um, 
Yeah, also, that kind of reminded me uh, maybe to give some indication of where the maturity level was at for me. Um, I do remember being kept up very late into the night one night mm. by, by a roommate. And um, so I <laughs> tweeted about it. I Okay. And um, not realizing that uh, I, one of the roommate's best friends like follows followed me on Twitter and like immediately told him about it. Okay. You just, yeah. tr- you just triggered something for me. The same fucking thing happened to me. Yeah. The same fucking thing happened to me. I'm not surprised because all right. So this dude, he went to bed super early, like really early. Like I'm talking like eight o'clock. Whoa. Like, I go to bed early at the time. I kind of didn't go to bed early, um, but he would go to bed really early. Um, and he also, used a white noise machine Mm -hmm. and so he would need to turn that on really early Mm -hmm. um and so i tweeted about it and it was something dumb it was just meant to be a joke because at the time i was really dumb and i would like live tweet like pittsburgh sports when nobody gave a shit i remember that yeah so uh i tweeted something like how the fuck are you gonna go to bed during a steelers game or something um i know yeah and then I was like, and then I like I did a follow up, and I was like, and you have this like weird ass. Um, oh, at first I didn't know what the white noise machine was, and I thought he every night he would turn on the coffee maker, because it was um, the white noise machine was uh, it would make uh, ocean noises, so it would just be like water going. Oh. And I thought it was the coffee maker, so he would turn the coffee maker on at night, so he would have it for the morning. And I was like, and you turn on the coffee maker twelve hours before you need it. Or something stupid like that. Um, and so his friends didn't follow me, but they found my account uh-huh. and told him about it. And so he also told that administrator. And so in that meeting, the administrator also brought that up. And I was like, yeah, that was dumb. I really don't have a problem with him. Um, like, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, like, I'll apologize. And like, yeah, like, I, you know, I really don't have an issue with him. It was just a dumb thing to say online. Um but, but yeah, I did the same fucking thing where I tweeted about him. Uh, it's, it's incredibly stupid, but it's it's, you know, teenagers. But yeah, but it's also it's also weird because like he didn't follow me yeah. uh, and I didn't I didn't know his friends at all. And so, That's yeah, weird. it was weird that they, they like found my Twitter account and you should uh, have been in the clear. Unlike I, me, who the <laughs> yeah, people directly follow. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that was. But like I, I honestly didn't have an issue with him really. It was. Um, I mean, I I currently use a noise machine almost around the clock nowadays. I just have my TV. Like I need something on on the TV. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't. I do like actual like I don't know. It's like brown noise or white noise or whatever. I don't do like the ocean sounds or anything. Yeah. It would. It would. It would be like it was a yeah machine with ocean noises uh, every night. I see. Yeah. That's. I. I. That's not. And then here I was with uh. I would just put like Adult Swim on. Yeah. Oh, the the other thing was that he made me turn, uh, like, have the uh, TV, like, put a timer on the TV so it would turn off. Because I would just leave mm-hmm. it on overnight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a real clash there between two, yeah uh, sleeping methods. That's that's never good. Yeah. But that is to say that the shithouse does uh, recall, uh, it, it, you know, be, beware. It might recall some, yeah. some, some memories. Yeah. Especially the party shit. Like, that first party. Mm-hmm. God. Ugh. Like I, 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 I've told you this, but I don't know if I've told it on the show or like I went to, I went to a party in what year was that? Sophomore year? Maybe it was sophomore. I think it was sophomore year. 
Um, it was supposed to be a Halloween party, and I was only going because uh, this girl I was into invited me. Hmm. Um, it was. Is there any other reason that somebody would go to college party? Not really. No. Um, <laughs> but so there was there was a Facebook invite for it, and it said the party was like at ten o'clock. I was like, okay. Oh, I see where this is going. And so I show up at like. <laughs> I don't know, quarter to 11. I'm like, that yeah. well, That actually doesn't sound that unreasonable. I didn't think so. And apparently that was really early. Okay. For the party. That Here, was I'm thinking like, I'm thinking like 9.55. <laughs> no, but apparently that was really early for the party. Uh-huh. And she lived with a bunch of other people. Right. And they didn't know who the fuck I was. And so I was like, hey, I'm with, you know, so like she invited me. And like, oh, like they're looking at me like, what the fuck? Like, why are you here? Like this it was very uncomfortable. It was very uncomfortable. Um, <laughs> but like other than that, the party itself was like basically like that party, except um, way more artsy. Right. It was like artsy people um, mm-hmm. and a lot more gay people. Yeah, um, well, Catholic school, that's to be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like there was like uh, I got invited uh, or I got introduced to um, a, like two lesbian couples, at least at that party. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what time did it actually like start if you remember maybe like 45 minutes after i showed up oh, okay that's not too bad i know but it was still did you help set up there wasn't much to set up it was just a lot of people no? kind of standing around somebody oh, okay. was mixing the jungle juice um oh. yeah there wasn't so i didn't yeah it was just uncomfortable it was just uncomfortable um and i didn't drink either because i drove there right and I was nervous about that, so I didn't drink. Did you bring a backpack? I did not bring a backpack. I did did you bring... pretend? Did you pretend to bring a backpack? No. Really get out of a conversation? No, I didn't. No. No. Okay. Um, also, it was cold as shit because it was October in Pittsburgh, uh, uh-huh. and they kept the back door open because people were going out to smoke. Um, so it was cold as shit. Um, there was, I think, attempted beer pong with like a round kitchen table mm. in a corner where there was like no room for it. Uh, that didn't make sense. Um, you gotta make do with what you have. I wound up, I wound up talking most of the time with that girl. I, I tried not to follow her like a lost puppy, but it was, it was pretty difficult because I didn't know anybody. Um, but then this That's other, rough. yeah. Then this other guy who was in a, 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 another English class of mine, um, like the three of us ended up talking. Uh, he got really drunk. He was big into emo bands, but like, like emo emo bands like the math rock emo bands mm-hmm. like i think he was wearing like a, a godspeed you emperor uh like sweater oh, that's um, like hardcore not yeah. hardcore is in the um style of music but like hardcore is in like you know yeah it's like very very emo emo like emo stuff. emo yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah um yeah it was it was very uncomfortable and i did i never knew when to leave like the party was like it was like 3 a.m and like not a lot of people were there yeah, it was it was not good. <laughs> it was just yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sounds yeah. sounds kind of par for the course, I think, for how a lot of those go. Yeah, yeah, that was not good. Unless you're on like the basketball team. Yeah, <laughs> and like also like they they. <laughs> I remember uh, there was like there was like this sort of like you know kind of like odd kind of music going on where it was like dun, 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 dun. I was like oh yeah this is like. I, I asked her, I was like, yeah, this is like, you know, some interesting uh, music choice or whatever, you know. Um, and she's like talking about her roommate. She's like, yeah, they've been really into Bossa Nova lately. <laughs> you know, 
I was like, oh, okay. Oh, that's incredible. Like, okay, yeah. Because it was, it was like very artsy, you know? Yeah. Um, I wound up talking to this dude who was blasted out of his mind outside. Um, because, <laughs> and this was, this was at a point where like I was trying not to follow her the entire time. So I was like, okay, uh, let me, let me just hang out here for a while. Um, I wound up talking to this, he was blasted out of his mind, uh, smoking outside, giving me the entire history of this house because it apparently used to be a frat house. Um, and he was giving me well, the history. It wasn't currently. It wasn't currently, no. Because it was, it, was, it was like the, the these artsy kids were living in it. Oh, sure. sure. Um, and like the, how the houses next door were also frat houses. And he's giving me this entire history of it. Um, and he's like, he's like, why are you why are you hanging out here listening to me? And I'm like, I, I don't know. Like, I'm just, you know, just hanging out. He's like, oh, all right. You think, you think he was real or was he like a ghost that just like exists on that? <laughs> on that property and like used to be part of the frat house. Uh, you know what? He might have been like um like an installation or whatever because somebody else came <laughs> because somebody else came out and then he started talking to them and then he was about to give them the entire history and he looked to me and he's like, "Oh, well you've already heard this." And I was like, "Yeah, you know what? I think I'm going to go inside for a bit." <laughs> uh, and then he started telling that person the exact same shit he just told me. That's oh, so good. So, he might have come with the house. That's great. Yeah. So uh, that was the whole thing. Uh, and I, I uh, yeah, we, we did not go out uh, after that party or anything. It, it, it did not go well. Uh. Sure. Yeah, predictably. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, turns out, turns out, um, you know, just because uh, you like each other's poems in a poetry class does not mean that uh, shit is going to work out. You know, it's. <laughs> It does not, Who would have thought? It does not, it does not breed, uh, you know, a successful uh, uh, relationship. Uh, I don't think I don't think two poets can be in a relationship. What about uh, Mary Shelley and uh, what's this, what the other one? I don't know. <laughs> okay. Maybe they're the exception. I don't know. <laughs> Didn't she like marry Frankenstein or something? No. Oh. She wrote it. I know. <laughs> See, we've hit the two-hour mark. I know, I know. We haven't even talked about this movie. Yeah. (laughs) No, so I I did want to, like, get into this a little bit, um, because I I thought their, like, relationship dynamic was very interesting in this movie. Yeah. Um, Because, like, they they do have this, like, sort of, like, uh, it's all-nighter that they spend together. And the reason it starts is because he's been forced out of his room because his roommate was so wasted that he shit himself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, Which, by the way, so that, that happens, right? And yet by lunchtime the next day, he's bringing takeout back into that room. Yeah, no, 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 no. You got to air that out for yeah, there's a no while. Way. Yeah, no. Um, but that is not, that's that's not relevant to the to Okay, anything. okay, hold on. I, I know we had, <laughs> all right, so there were shit wars in the in the dorm in my first year. Uh, like li- like literal? Literal, literal shit wars between our floor and the other boys' floor in the dorm. Um, they would shit in our shower and some people would then return fire in their shower. Um, and it culminated in somebody shitting in our dryer. So we couldn't do laundry for a good while. Who benefits from this? I don't know. I don't know. So that was fun. I think that's whenever I started going to, uh, going to my grandma's on the weekends and started like slowly moving in to my grandma's. (laughs) It started. So did, did, was the shit in the dryer noticed before somebody like used it? I don't know. Mm. I, I I I think it'd be hard to miss 
Well, one, because like it's, it smelled like shit on the floor. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I, I think what happened is they shit in it and then like ran a cycle to like. Oh. So the floor smelled like shit. Um. So I think it was kind of hard to miss. Uh. So yeah. The, ca- the Catholic kids are the craziest. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh God. So yes, yeah, so that's when I started going to my grandma's on the weekends. Uh, originally under the pretense of doing laundry, and then I just slowly started moving out. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, in the spring semester. <laughs> but anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just I wasn't expecting that one. Um, no, neither were we. No. <laughs> like how how like how long of a duration did this war go on for? Are we talking like months or? It was like a month. Oof. It was bad though because like. So the way the showers worked was that they would all kind of tr- like drain into one drain in the center of the showers. Okay. So if you shit in the far one, the water from that shower would drain into <sighs> the drain in the center. So that's like that's evil. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's really bad. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, no. Uh, th- this this movie, I, I was gonna say, like, um, I found it interesting because you were talking about how like. Because basically the main character is, you know, he's very much, he's, he hasn't made any friends in school and he's like talking to his mom and his sister on the phone like every day. And um, so he does have this, this like wonderful night with uh, um, character uh, Maggie, mm-hmm. but then like there's this shift the next morning where like they wake up and she's like, I don't know, I guess things are a bit different in like the cold sobering morning right (laughs) right um so like there's like uh this like detachment um between them but then he becomes like borderline obsessive and like texting her like a million times Mm -hmm. whereas she's like very much trying to like go out like on like about her own business for the day yeah um Although she's kind of shitty, too, because she does basically pretend that she doesn't know him when they encounter each other in that store. Yeah, but I mean, that was after, like, he the texted her a million times. Of text. Yeah, I would I would keep my distance also. Fair. Um, but what was interesting to me about like this, like, I guess the screenplay is that like the side characters, like his roommate acknowledged this mm-hmm. obsessiveness, like this behavior. Basically, the roommate says to him, like, you're just like a walking red flag, right? Yeah. Um, So it's acknowledged. But by the end of the movie, and I guess it's a spoiler territory, when they, it's like a couple years later, and they do start a relationship, he basically says to her, like, I don't want you to be a shitty partner. Yeah. Like, in reference to, like, her past transgressions, like, in previous relationships, and I guess sort of the um, detachment from that day. Um, So it's like they have this moment where he's like acknowledging her past issues, but kind of like pretending that his own didn't happen or aren't a problem. Like his sort of like possessiveness and like obsessiveness. Yeah. Like, like, yeah, we see his growth, you know, we're like, he's, he's made friends and become social and like, you know, embrace this college life. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and we don't necessarily see hers other than the fact that she's like sort of stepped out and like uh, started acting, which is something that she wanted to do, but didn't before. Um, but like th- like her maybe transgressions or whatever, like 
were none of his business and had nothing yes. to do with him. Mm -hmm. Like she, she says that she cheated a lot on uh, her high school boyfriend and it's like, okay, like, are you like, is that something you, you know, are currently doing or plan to do now? Like, yeah, no, like, like, at like the it's like, like, yeah. During that conversation, he, he responded by being like, well, that's, that, that's how a lot of high school relationships end or whatever. Yeah. So he like almost like, he got it in that moment. If, he got it. He understood it in that moment, but then later used it against her. Yeah. And, uh, and it's like, like the way she was like sort of acting in college was like just acting like a single person in college. Right. Totally. Yeah. Where she would hook up with people and, you know, date who she wanted and just, you know, live. Right. And like, a couple of years later, like that's now an issue whenever she's saying that she wants to be in a relationship. Right. Like, like she had never, she had never like stated that that was her interest before he had just assumed it was like with the way that maybe that they were acting with each other. Yeah. That expectation came from his own head. Yeah, exactly. Um, and, uh, like, and that shit happens like, like the same shit happened to like the, the, this, 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 uh, same girl I went to this party, uh, with, right. Where I thought she was into me. You know, mm -hmm. uh, turns out she wasn't. She said she had a boyfriend. It's like, ah, fuck. OK. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, the vibe I thought we had, we didn't, you know, like that, that, that happens. Right. And to be fair, like, to be fair, this was uh, they did spend uh, like quite a long time together that night. And it was it was like this whole thing. Right. It was a thing. It was like, yeah, a, but a, it, it's one fucking night. True. Yeah. And she even says that. Yeah. It's like I was having a good time last night and I want to have a good time tonight. Yeah, that could mean something else. Like, right. Like, yeah, it, it doesn't necessarily mean that, like, you know, you're you're committed all of a sudden. Like it's 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 more significant for him because it's the first time he's had that experience. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But yeah, to like suddenly like almost like shame her for that at the end yeah. is weird. That's why, like, I'm so hung up on that that moment at the end there that line like it just seems to kind of go against a lot of what this movie was going for um because i feel like if you take that line away it, i don't know it just it i don't have any issues at all with the movie like i think it's a great film and i, yeah. I still think it's a great film um like there is quite a bit in a nuance with like these two characters and and the different stages that they're at like in their college experience and even their just their lives and stuff but uh it just kind of felt out of left fields that, that moment at the end. Yeah. Uh, so I, when I was looking up, um, I, I just wanted to see something in the in the Wikipedia, uh, but then I I quickly glanced over the plot summary. Um, at the end, I just, I just find this interesting the way whoever wrote this summarized it. Um, uh, Maggie now uh, taking a chance by appearing in plays meets up with Alex after a performance and asks to be his girlfriend. Alex agrees on the condition that they both be good partners to each other. Like, mm -hmm. if that was what was really going on there, then yeah, it's fine. But that's not what he says. It's not, although I can, you can kind of interpret it, kind of, sort of interpret it that way. Because he says something like, um, he, do, he does flat out say, I don't want you to be a shitty partner. Like, he does say yeah. that. But then he, he also says, like, I'm not expecting us to be, like, together every moment or, you know. Like basically alluding to his uh, sort of like possessive nature, but it's definitely not on the same level in his mind. Right. But what's he what's he bringing to the table here? Yes. Aside from him not being needy, you know, right. Like, right. That, that's missing from that. Yeah. 
Yeah. And it's like, okay, this is supposed to be a, a moment at the movie. Like, this is your end. And like, you know. But then it's like, okay, well, then why even bother including the thing about, uh, you know, her... I don't even want to say promiscuity because it's not even like, you know, no, it's like, not. and like, her past, like it's, 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 it's strange. It's a strange inclusion. Mm-hmm. Um, Especially like when they were literally kid, like kids when that happened, like they were late high school, maybe first year of college. And this conversation is taking place almost three years later. And you would think there would have been some change in perspective maybe. Yeah. Uh, from him. Yeah. At that point. So, yeah, I don't know. That kind of bothered me. Um, but overall, like, this is a really impressive uh, debut, I think. Because, mm-hmm. like, I don't know. There's, there's something about, I guess, like, it, it's sort of touching on, like, uh, masculinity when it comes to, like, societal norms. Like, you, you don't usually see, like, a male character, like, like, crying a bunch in films like this. Or, like, there's, like, a level of, like, sensitivity to the character, you know, that he's bringing to the table to, like, this this movie I don't know. Like, it's, do you know what I'm saying? Like, you just yeah. don't see that as often as maybe you should, which I think has to do with like, just like very basic, like gender norms and like stereotypes and stuff, which I appreciate. Like, it just feels like a very, it feels like a, something that it's like autobiographical, right? It feels mm-hmm. like a very lived thing. Like if it's like, you know, you write what you know, which I think is definitely what was happening here. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I thought it was, I thought it was really good in that way. And also Dylan Galoo was just great. Oh, she was fantastic. Yeah. Also, very good Twitter follow. Very, very funny on Twitter. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Just like to mention that whenever that's the case. Um, but, uh, yeah, did you have anything else to, to add about it? No, this, this was kind of all over the place. It was. But yeah, because just because it like some it just hit very close to home with some things that like I haven't thought about in, you know, however long it's been since I was in college. Sure. Six years or whatever. Uh, so yeah, it was, it was very, it was very close in some parts. Um, just sort of, yeah, just the all night aspect of it. When you're, when you're, when you're talking to somebody that you think is like, all right, this is going to be it. Like this is, this is the big movie thing, you know, and then we're going to get together at the end. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, ah, that's, that's not how shit works. That's not how shit works at all. The difference for me is that like, I was able to recognize that, you know, and not be weird about it. (laughs) Thankfully, <laughs> thankfully, I wasn't yeah. weird about it. You mean you weren't um, popping fences and and causing picking fights with like uh, <laughs> with basketball players? No, no. Instead, I just wrote uh, self deprecating poems. Instead, you know. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> or subtweeting. Uh, no, I didn't sub. No, no. I you didn't by subtweet that, in this by, case. No. By that point, I had stopped uh, the subtweeting. Um, mm-hmm. I, I learned my lesson freshman year. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, God. Yeah, I did want to bring this movie up because his new one, uh, Cha Cha Real Smooth, is coming out in <laughs> like a week or so. It stars uh, Dakota Johnson. Um, oh, interesting. So yeah, I'm I'm very very excited for that. Um, mm-hmm. I forget the exact date, but uh, it's coming out soon. Mm-hmm. But um, as far as next week though, mm-hmm. if I don't know, you didn't have anything, right? I got fucking nothing. Okay, so I'm very excited about a new hbo series that's coming on june 6th well it'll actually be out by the time this, this podcast is uh, is up but um it's an adaptation of a 90s french film called irma vep okay which is in itself like, this show is a remake of this movie and the movie is about um it stars maggie chung the movie that is the original and and she is an actor who is going to france to 
star in a, a remake of like this vampire thing. Okay. Hold on. Yes. I, I think I'm already confused. No, that's the thing. Like it's, it's, it's a, it's a, um, a story that is like begging to be remade and like have a different perspective to it. Mm. Um, which is to say that I'm just very excited to see like this. So the new HBO series stars Alicia Vikander. Okay. Okay. Um, and I'm just like really looking forward to see what they do with it. But I was thinking for next week, we could check out that original French film. The original. From, yeah. From 96, Irma Vet. Okay. Um, it's actually from the director who did like Personal Shopper and oh. um, The Clouds of Sills Maria and a bunch of other things. Very prolific uh, French filmmaker. Um, yeah. Okay. So I thought we could check that out. And then if you're into it, then maybe later on uh, give that HBO series a look. I mean, I'll be watching it either way, but yeah. yeah. But and also it kind of feels like it, it, it feels like in line with some of the other stuff we've um, talked about in that it's like a story about storytelling in a lot of ways or about mm. like the industry itself. And like, it's like, it's like very self-aware. Mm-hmm. Um it just like plays with a lot of similar ideas to like things we've talked about in the past. So yeah, okay. So yeah, um, Sounds it good. is current. Like the movie is on HBO, which obviously makes sense because mm. the series will be. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also on Criterion Channel. I don't know if it's anywhere else. Um, I assume that the, the way that you're going to be watching, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming it'll be pretty easy to obtain. Okay. Hopefully, like if not, we can always just watch something else. But, sure. Yeah. All right. Sounds good. Um. We should wrap this one up. Yes. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, just have a couple notes. We should not be allowed to record after the two hours. <laughs> no, we really shouldn't. Uh, just have a couple notes here. Um, quick publishing shout out. Uh, I, I can do professional uh, developmental and line edits and also book layout and file creation. Uh, I, I guess I haven't mentioned that on this uh, product before. Um, but I've been approached recently about it. So I was like, hey, yeah, I can also do that for you. Um, so contact uh, publishing at denroad.co. Um, I'm still in the process of updating the Denroad Discord server and making that Tumblr page, and they'll be up by the time this episode is live, most likely. Um, oh, also, I didn't note this, but um, the live show uh, version of the show, um, I'm looking at probably july just based off of my schedule to do that so early july is looking like whenever that's going to get rolling so uh be on the lookout for that um uh if you have time please give us a rating if the podcast app uh your choice allows you to do so uh like apple podcasts uh and as always you can follow me on twitter at dinner and road check out the facebook page at facebook.com slash dinner tv twitch.tv slash dinner tv do youtube search for dinner tv and email us anything at all like your thoughts about shit house or your college experience video at denroad.co all right you can subtweet us too if you want to. you can subtweet us i don't name search uh <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah we'll check you next week thanks for listening